welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about football and culture and how it intersects together. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. That'll work. <laughs> I tried. It wasn't the most efficient. I've never been good at like memorizing lines. Like I really feel like I could have done theater, like young Brittany could have done theater, but I was always super intimidated by how much they had to memorize. I've always wondered how they go about doing that at all. Because, like, usually they don't even have to, it's not just lines they have to memorize. It's, like, dances and songs and spots and positions. How much of it do you think is true to the script? I think a lot. I think that, like, I mean, we went to go see Hamilton. Like, one person is out of line in that. Obviously, neither of us ever did musical theater. No, we did not. (laughs) Although, what a missed opportunity for for Broadway, actually, just in general. We are back this week, and we want to talk about an experience that we had a couple weeks ago involving SEC culture and campuses and traveling and high gas prices and all that fun stuff. So we got the chance to go to four SEC campuses, two Mm -hmm. I think that we've both been to Mm -hmm. and two that we had not, and we brought the girls along for the ride. We went to the campuses of Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. In that order. Mm -hmm. So we started with Metro Atlanta, and we did this all in about 48 hours as well, which I think is an important note that we did not spend long on any campus. No, it was very much, hey, we're here, we're leaving, and as much as we could. We did eat. We We ate ate quite a bit. Uh, so this trip was um, also dictated by um, preschoolers. Right. So, so we were very much not in charge. So any sort of like deep analytical thoughts about the campuses and the towns that uh, these four schools are in, that's really not what you're going to get here. It was just, what do you do when you come to an SEC town with a five-year-old and a two-year-old? And how does that experience go? So if any of you want to replicate this journey... We have some tips for you. Oh, we do. That we can come up with. <laughs> or maybe what we do, don't do what we did. Some deep reflections that well, we me... might be thinking about on the fly. Uh, so we started, like you said, Metro Atlanta. Headed southwest on I-85. Uh, got through Atlanta traffic, I think, okay. And then you were very smart about the preparation for the trip. Because with the girls in the back seat. Listen, it, we are veterans road trips with the girls. And you usually play a certain role. On road trips. I do. If you are not, what what was that? There's a gnat that just landed on my nose. (laughs) It's like, you just went cross-eyed all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, But you play a certain role on these trips. That is true. I am a snack bee. A snack bee. Yep. So what does that look like? Um, That looks like me twisting around to the left um, and getting whatever snack our daughters are requesting or game or in this instance, also passing back and forth the iPad or coloring book or whatever thing that they want to take turns. Early for. In, early MVP on the trip was the iPad. Well, yeah, but we knew that we knew that that was going to be an MVP. But actually, they did the iPad a lot less than I thought they would. Right. Well, I feel like they had it a lot. You but did. maybe they didn't. 
This is for our different like the iPad. The iPad is back there. I think I I think I expect I was like, they're gonna be on the iPad for forty eight hours. Like it's gonna be a trip of them on the iPad. And, they have to share one because we're and terrible. to be fair, our iPad is only in theory an iPad. That I think is it was true. made in like two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen. Yes, they have like, like an old so, revamped iPad they have to share that yes. really only does about three things. Builds a lot of character though. At least that's what we're telling we're, ourselves. Yes, we're so anyway, creating frustration. So tolerance. we're in the car, but you did something else really cool. You figured out, and this is good tips for anyone making this trip, is that for every leg that we went between campuses, the girls got a new surprise. That's right. So um, our girls thrive on um, new presents, and the presents actually don't have to be that awesome. So, which is what I also learned. It can also be from the dollar store, which is what most of mine were. So what were some of the... the the surprises or presents. So the first one was I got some white paper and I folded it up and I wrote on the front um, like travel book for each one of them. And it was just a paper, like a uh, folded piece of paper. That is uh, low budget solutions. There you go. For high dollar problems. There you go. That's fantastic and stuff. And a new box of crayons for each of them that I got at the dollar store. That have slowly but surely melted in the car. Jeez, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, but... In any case, uh, those things worked, yeah. and it allowed us for a nice trip. I think each stage was, well, there was one stage we'll talk about was a little rough, but uh, overall, that really set us up for success. So we got on I-85. What else did? Well, I was going to say, it helped us get the girls into the car. So this is this is also Parenting Corner. It helped us help them, like, okay, we got to get back in the car. Remember, you have a present. Right. And so it helped them get into the car good steps. in each leg. So, yes. Yeah, so we drove down whatever road you said you we drove down. I-85. Um, with... I'm not the navigator. No. I'm in the navigator seat. Yes, but very much not the navigator. Very much not the navigator. Um, you're Snack B. I'm Snack B and I'm for life. part-time navigator. But in any case, uh, we go on I-85, get through Atlanta traffic, go through... Uh, LaGrange, I think, looked for the Great Wolf Lodge that we've stayed in, but we never saw it. It's very sad. Uh, so we get into Alabama, and Auburn is just over the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn, we're actually, are we closer to Auburn here in Marietta than we are Athens? It's very close. I don't close. think so, but I think it's close. Yeah, so. I'm not going to admit that. Yeah, you would never say so. it. No, absolutely. So we, we get into Auburn, and Auburn is a nice town. Don't you agree? Sure. No, tell me what you think about Auburn. I mean, it's fine. It's it's nothing to write home about. But it is something to podcast about. I don't have a love for the town of Auburn like you do, so tell me about your love of the town of Auburn. What's the loveliest, It's what is it, the loveliest village on the Golden Plains? What do they call it? I have no idea. That's a thing. Let me look it up. Okay. Okay, so, talk more about Auburn. Like what we do and Yeah, stuff. so we got there and we walked around. This is where we realized that our girls have legs the size of Smurfs and they can... <laughs> And they cannot make it. Do Smurfs have legs? I'm trying to visualize. Yes. They do? Okay. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Not a big Smurfs guy. So we, like, anticipated just walking around the campuses like we would, but we quickly realized that they cannot make it as long as we could walking. I mean, um, that was kind of... The- Auburn was the one where they we had numerous breaks and meltdowns and enticing... Well, that was kind of the dumbest thing them. we could have imagined because it's like 90 degrees. I sure. mean, it's, it wasn't it's, that hot. It was beautiful. We had great weather. It was, I mean, 
It felt like 90 degrees. Okay, I think it was like 80. Yeah, we thought, you know what, we're going to walk through campus. It was kind of... Right, and honestly, I don't know if there's really much about campus that we... Hey, so this is just some some sassy remarks. You've got to be objective here about what you... uh... Why? You never told me I had to be objective. Well, I feel like you need to be fair going in. You come in with this Georgia attitude being like, a, you know, Auburn. I never is, said anything about how it compared I to Athens. I saw it in I your can, eyes. if you want me the to. The city's unofficial nickname is the loveliest village on the plains. Sure. Taken from a line in the poem by the deserted village by Oliver Goldsmith called Sweet Auburn. All right. So we went to the stadium. Mm-hmm. And we parked uh, right across the way. Saw so the all the other athletic complexes there, the... The basketball uh, arena, they just built a new uh, basketball arena. Uh, but then we walked up a hill to Mama Goldberg's. That's right. Which I think is one of the more renowned places to eat. I think we hit the top two. Yes, I um, think so too. But uh, we went to, to Mama Goldberg's. And what about that time? Nice, nice little sandwich place. What do you think? Um, It was really good. I liked it. We bought like four sandwiches. We each got one. I think we consumed like two Point two five sandwiches. Yeah, that's generous. Yeah. Um, but I think mostly the girls ate chips for yeah, and, and then tried to steal ours, and then tried to steal it. They were regretted their choice of sandwich. Uh, about on par. We got there at like ten thirty central. Uh, so they just opened, and they kind of halfway when we came in, they were like, "We're kind of not open," and then they looked at the clock and were like, "Oh, just kidding. I guess we are," and it kind of showed. Because if you remember, they, they they were on the struggle bus a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but good food. It was still good. Yes. I liked it. Honestly, spoiler alert, it might have been my favorite thing we ate. Oh, really? Yeah. Not to like, you know, make that statement early on, but it is true. I'm trying to look at the sandwich that I got because I got, yeah, I got the Mama's Love sandwich. Roast beef, ham, turkey with monster cheese on a seeded bun. It was delightful. Okay. I mean, I'm usually not like a two deli meat guy. I usually want to keep it pretty simple. Yeah. Um, You think we're getting a little too detailed? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to keep this up for each each stop. Well, you said it was the best thing we had, so I felt like we should give it its due. (laughs) I don't know if people really need to know the meats on our sandwich. I had all of them (laughs) on Mama's Love. Mama loves the the meats. That's what I learned. I think I got that sandwich too. It was really. I think we got the same one. I don't think we did. No. no. Oh no, I got the Reuben. Right. How would you forget really that? You I said for- it was your best food. And you didn't even remember what you ordered. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. Accurate. But the Reuben has like multiple meats on it. Yes. Too right. No. Okay. I, th- I think I, it was a turkey Reuben. I don't think I've ever had a. This Reuben. is such good content of people debating what meat is on a Reuben sandwich. Well, I don't know. Like, what's a Reuben known for? The sauerkraut and the Thousand Island dressing. Is it like a German thing, Rubens? I, mean, I don't know. It sounds like German sauerkraut. That's why I said it. I didn't, oh, is it? Let me hear that one one I more time. I will not. So then we made the trek over to Tumor's Corner. Yeah, we walked up. Our well, girls super love lemonade. It's one of their favorite things in the world is lemonade. Usually we water it down. We did not water this down because we had no opportunity to. Should we have? Let's just say Tumor's Drugs Lemonade. I, I consider myself a lemonade connoisseur. Oh, really? I have a certificate. Oh. It's a serious thing. From Minute Maid? I don't know. I forget. The lemonade people. But I, I'm pretty serious about my lemonade. And 
I can safely say that that was uh, the lemonade. There is a glass of sugar because it's like it's wild. So Tumor's Corner lemonade for you, the lemonade connoisseur. I mean, do you have like a grading scale as part of this experience? I would give it three and a half out of four lemons. Okay. And the reason why I don't give it four is this: there's this existential dread that as you're drinking it, you're like. Mm, this might kill me in two hours. Yeah. It's a high-content sugar. Yeah. Now, our um, girls loved it. Yes, they did, of course. Because they don't usually get and full I, sugar listen, lemonade. And I had a little bit of a, and I, it's not that I didn't love it, too. Okay? It's 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 certainly. It's uh, the, like, middle-aged, like, oh, what is this doing to my body brain that you have now? I try to turn it off. I try not to listen to that voice. But Tumor's Corner is, of course, the major kind of thoroughfare. If you think of Auburn's campus, this is where you think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's right across from the now defunct grove, kind of mini grove, I mm-hmm. guess, back in the day of those oak trees that were poisoned uh, by Harvey Updike back in the day. Uh, but they planted new ones, and it's a nice little path. And we walked back through campus, back toward the car, uh, hit up the kind of – came in by the the other side of the stadium that we didn't see. We missed Cam Newton and Bo Jackson and um, who else do they have? Who's the other? Pat Sullivan. Pat Sullivan, right? I the, think we got them. I thought we saw them. Well, we drove by them. Oh, we didn't okay. at least walk yeah, by. Yeah. So we the the statues on the other side of the stadium. But we went through, got back in the car and Well, let me say this before you move on from Auburn cuz you want me to be objective and but really I feel like you just want me to be nice. Yeah. So I will give them a superlative, and that is I think that we encountered the nicest people there. Okay. I think people were friendliest there. We really didn't encounter any people. We didn't encounter any people <laughs> we anywhere we Memorial went. Memorial Day weekend. However, with that being said, we did because we ate at places and we walked around. We did see people. I will give Auburn the friendliest town that we went okay. to. Okay. It is the loveliest village, remember, on the plane. Sure. So, well, that's that's that guy. I'm saying it's the friendliest one we visited on this road trip. Okay, it's the friendliest town. Now, we head into the car. We get some gas. We pay an arm and a leg, but we head toward Tuscaloosa, and we have to go through or to Montgomery, uh, and then we go up toward Tuscaloosa. And I will have to say, the drive and the road from Montgomery to Tuscaloosa is the most boring set of roads or, or stretch of roads I've ever seen. It was a tough road. It was, I it was um I think that was the longest leg besides the last leg that we did. Right. And which is not what I imagined, right? At least going that that would be the longest leg. Um and the roads were kind of rough. Yeah, Alabama Department of Transportation is not one of our winners. All right, Tommy. so then we head to Tuscaloosa. Now, note our children were like at a level 10 leaving that morning. And now we have entered the evening hours with a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Their level 10 is very, very much waning. And I think that influences our trip, our, our stop at Tuscaloosa. We didn't have much gas in the tank. We in did Tuscaloosa. not. We roll in there and we come to the stadium. Um, has the row of coaches and their statues on the outside. So we took a picture with a well-known University of Kentucky head coach, Bear Bryant. Sure. Uh, and then we saw Gene Stallings. And, of course, we saw your favorite, Nick Saban, who, of course, we controversially picked his side in the Nick 
Saban, Jimbo Fisher spat. I know. Y'all were like very much on Team Jimbo. I all had of no you. Idea. All of you. <laughs> so many. I had no idea. But anyway, uh, we talked to Saban a little bit, uh, his statue. And then we walked around. It was hot. It was very hot. And this is where, like, if you're coming and telling me that was 80 degrees. Uh, okay, I it was probably it. like 85 by that I time. I think it was 90. I think it was 90. You know, I, I, felt didn't, it. I didn't know there was a river near Tuscaloosa. Right. Do you know what the river is called? River Seine. I don't know. <laughs> that would be Paris. Um, But so we like went and we looked by the river a little bit and walked around. And then we went and got some barbecue. Yeah, well, we went to a, uh, well, we also like, we drove the around. I am looking up You the can river. look up the river. I'll, I'll talk about the barbecue. Think. Well, we have it. The, we had to, we went to that park first, the park on the river. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, I got a splinter in my foot. It was really painful. Sorry about that. Um, not I don't me. know. The park was nice, but then we we quickly went to dinner. We didn't really do much else. I mean, there's really not to say much about the park by the river in the river. Um, so before we went on the trip, we really didn't have any food stops in our head um, except for Tumor's Corner and Dreamland Barbecue. So we're big barbecue people because we live in the south and we're raised in the south so and we are decent human beings and so we always like good barbecue and we've always heard about dreamland so we um went to a dreamland barbecue thinking it was the original um not actually in my mind even considering that there was more than one and it was fine it was blah I mean, it was very disappointing. It was blah. Very blah. Shout out, first of all, the park at Manderson Landing. That's where we went. And there's a baller statue of Minerva, the Roman goddess of wisdom. Baller. Okay. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. It was awesome. It was a nice statue. Yeah, Dreamland was kind of blah. What's the river? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. (laughs) Someone's like shouting at us. I know. Like... (laughs) I'm following it around, and it just won't tell me what the river well, just is. Just Google river okay, I'm in working Tuscaloosa. On it. Talk more Gosh. about Dreamland. Um, so um, our girls got mac and cheese. Obviously, it's what they live on. Um, and Ben and I both got the pork barbecue, and it was good. But like I again, I we realized we went to like another one, and maybe people who are more familiar with Tuscaloosa and Dreamland are like, yeah, 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 you don't go to that. Yeah, we went to the one in Northport, which so, is across the river, of which I don't believe has a name. I'm still I'm still working on that. Did you Google it? I'm working on it. Golly. Um, usually I'm the bad Googler, not you. Um, so, uh, but it was fine, but we were running out of steam anyways. We got the banana pudding that they were supposedly renowned for. It was fine. It was nothing to write home about. Sweet potatoes in Savannah is much better banana pudding. Um. So then we, that night, I'm going to close up. Any other closing thoughts on Tuscaloosa? It's a nice downtown. You know, I would, there, there's a, there's a, um, there's a part of me that says that the Alabama downtown or the Tuscaloosa downtown is actually the number four on the list. Oh, you didn't like it? I mean, it was fine. I think, again, we were just very much in like survival mode at that time. Yeah. So, really so if I'm going to give a superlative to tus- to Alabama, Tuscaloosa. I'm, to Tuscaloosa, I'm going to give it um, to the best statues because those <laughs> statues were pretty. The coach statues. Yes, and I know we didn't get to like get out for the Bo Jackson and stuff statues, but still, 
yeah, that like that yeah. picturesque walking into the stadium with these huge it's statues. really nice it's very um i mean it's very grand i think that stretch they are on i think it's university and uh yeah university boulevard <laughs> you're fighting those nets aren't they're you they're in my drink um that that's a beautiful stretch on university Right about the uh, the president's house, it's mm-hmm. a it's a wonderful stretch. So best statues, uh, that's what I give it. It is called the Black Warrior River. Okay, Black Warrior. Sure. So Super. after that, after Tuscaloosa, we drive a very short distance, hour and a half, not very long, to Starkville. We, it was pretty amazing. We drove through Columbus, Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, and got gas there. And Columbus is home for uh, uh, Mississippi College for Women, which your grandmother. That's right. Too, so. That's right. And I talked to her after our trip, and she said that she can't believe that I went to Mississippi State, that she remembers it when she went there in the early 50s, um, it being the ugliest campus. And that's where she went on all, to get all her dates. Ooh. That's where she went there a lot because that's where all the men were. At Mississippi for State. For her dates. Yeah. Well, there's a lot the go into i'm sure so stories um she did not marry a mississippi state guy so and she also got out of mississippi and never went never went back back. never went back um we also went back in montgomery we went by maxwell air force base which my grandfather was stationed at my mom was in high school stayed Mm -hmm. there in montgomery so there were a lot of family connections i know throughout the story uh for us so anyway we get to starkville and that's where our airbnb is for the night and we drive into starkville and the the thing that people have always said about Starkville is that there's nothing there. And I think they were being generous because nothing is doing a lot of work. There's nothing around it. There are right. things in Starkville, but in terms of the area around Starkville, I mean, we might as well call it Kansas. So, so <laughs> there's, tell not, me, there's not much happening. Tell me what's in Starkville that you saw besides the univer- the Mississippi State University. What did I see? Yes. Is there something I'm supposed to say? Well, you're saying that there is stuff in Starkville, but not around it. Yeah, there were like five Regions banks. <laughs> Shout out Regions. Co-official banker of the Osborne family. Is that? Is I that mean, the Regions banks can't... were everywhere. There's that donut place that we ate at we'll talk about. And there was Starkville High School that we stayed across at in our Airbnb, oh, which geez. was in the best Listen, area in Starkville. Also, note for next road trip, Brittany books the B&B, our Airbnb. Oh, it's a B&B. We're going to be classy <laughs> Maybe. Now. We might be because I can't, we rolled in and I was like, what the heck? And we get out with our girls and these three huge dogs. I don't think they could be bigger. Come <laughs> running at us. Barely. And I'm not scared of dogs, but I was like, what and the person chasing after them was like they're friendly they're friendly and i was like giving them a nice accent oh there Starkville talk. it was like where are we so yeah. however the airbnb we stayed at was very nice on the inside delight yeah but we survived in more ways than one uh and the next morning you and, and Maisie got out and got went to shipley's donuts mm-hmm. tell us about shipley's um, I've heard of Shipley's before, and I don't really know why. Like, I don't know if it's, I think they're in other areas than Miss, than Starkville. Yeah. Um, It was fine. You got me an apple fritter, and it had a lot of business with the fritter part. Is that what, no, the fritter, I guess, is the, the baked good, right? It's like the bread. 
Is that what they the, call the fritter? Fried, the fried, yeah. Is that fritter? Yeah, it's like so that, fried bread. So I guess, what do you call, like, I guess the filling? That would be Which, the apple part. The apple, like the filling. Yes. Like the, the goo. That would be apple filling. Yes. Yeah, the goo. Okay, if you want to call it that, Can that's Can I fine. call it that? Sure. Because it was delicious. Oh. And again, I had kind of a tumor's corner type thing going on. I was like, all right, I'm 35. Like, I could go all up in this, but like at what cost? Mm. So I had to kind of play it safe a little bit. Yeah. But two thumbs up for the apple goo. Okay. And the apple fritter. Okay. It's good stuff. The donuts were good. I thought the donuts were good. I think I was disappointed in the coffee selection, which was a Come on, ship, please. a coffee urn of community coffee. A coffee urn? Yeah. What like, is that? Like you don't drink coffee. I don't. Um it's like the, the <laughs> you thing said that, that they, was so much like <laughs> Well, I just angst. wanted to explain to the people why you would know what a coffee urn is. Uh, it's like what you see at church. <laughs> like you go to church. Oh, you call that like, an urn? That's what it's called. What uh, do you actually, call it? I haven't ever thought to give it a name. That's right, because it's called an urn. I really don't believe it's an urn. Um, so they only had that. And so Maisie and I also Googled coffee in uh in Starkville, and we found this one place that was in an old gas station. And that you couldn't go inside. Oh, I can't remember the name. Sorry. We'll put it in the show notes. Oh, we will. And then, <laughs> and this was, so because our girls wake up early and we are operating on Eastern time zone and not Central time zone, which we are currently in, we are very early getting this coffee. I think we're the first people awake in Starkville that morning. Right. But we did get coffee. It was very good. And we stayed true to what my goal was, which was to eat locally. Right, so we uh, we get back in the car, or we, we get breakfast done, get in the car, and we head to Mississippi State's campus, and we actually, we got out more here than I thought we would, because again, like at Alabama, we were very, let's just kind of drive through, but it was new start, new day, and you were very, very overwhelmed. With the glory and grandeur of Mississippi State's campus. I think that might be a little generous. No, I think you were very pumped about it. You're uh, very excited. Well, okay. Remember where I started with Starkville, which is there's nothing here. I um, almost got attacked by three dogs in the ghetto of Starkville. And I'm really glad I survived the night and I found a cup of coffee. So I'm like really don't have high expectations here, which is a good, I I think it was the best thing I did was not have high expectations. And I really loved the campus. I thought it, all the buildings matched, which was different than all the other campuses, which has clearly like grown and developed over time, which I'm sure this campus has too. But it was really nice. They had this chapel of memories. I, I want to talk about the chapel of memories. All right. Talk about the because chapel of I feel like, first of all, what a name for a building. I, I totally give that two thumbs up. I feel like chapel of memories. So, you know, like an insight. It's actually called your brain. Is actually everyone's brain should be called the chapel of memories. Well, Let's I just was... throw the brain out. Let's call it. The chapel. Your of brain memories. does so much more than just memories. I was thinking. I mean, like, no one cares about that. In let's, Inside let's Out, you know, where you have like all of like in your in your particular Inside Out, right. you would have a chapel of memories. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. And let's just keep that for everybody. What a delightful name! And I looked it up. It's apparently a place where a lot of people like to get married. Uh, who go to Mississippi State like to get married there. It's a beautiful building from the outside. Nice fountain. I don't know walkway to the side that we went through. Um, just a delightful experience all the way around. 
It was. It was really lovely. Now, we were there on Sunday morning of Memorial Day weekend. Not a soul inside. There was nobody there. Not not Which one was good person. for us, honestly. Like, I mean, I would love to experience Starkville maybe in its heyday. I don't know when that is. You remember last season when you said that every every school was like, what if they were a day of the week? What day of the week would you put it, put Mississippi State? I think you put Louisiana State, LSU, as Saturday night. So okay. what would you put Mississippi State? I don't know. I don't remember. You don't remember what, that what conversation. Day? Was it like Tuesday morning? No, you you just did LSU. Oh. So, like, so, I'm oh, asking you now, like, what would you put Mississippi State? Probably Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. I mean, it's just like, it's there. Which I love Tuesday mornings, actually. It's a lovely store as well, right? It is. I've it never is. Been. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um. Uh. So, we, then we saw the stadium. And yeah, the stadium got, is right by the Chapel of Memories, which and, is convenient. Right. And we got, I think, closest into the stadium. Yes. By far, yeah. Um, we than any we other. ride into one of the gates, basically, where we could look through uh, and, and see. And it's a it's a good bit smaller of a stadium than in Auburn and in Tuscaloosa, but still there, right in the middle of campus. Very nice. And then after you know driving around campus a little bit more and seeing what all there was, we then drove over. We saw the Hump, uh, which is the basketball arena. Which when Kentucky plays there, nothing good happens. And then we saw the baseball field. Which was very cool. And I quote from Brittany uh, that she believed was the size and scope of Truist Park, which is, of course, where the Atlanta Braves play. Let me go in here and let's do a little bit of a comparison. Okay, so Truist Park, which was built in Smyrna, Georgia, outside of Atlanta a couple years ago, uh, can. How many people do you think can sit inside of Truist Park? 100,000 people. 41,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 41,000 people can sit in the Truist Park. Do you know how many people can sit in... Okay, it's D-U-D... I thought it was Dooley Noble Field, but it's D-U-D-Y. Duty? Do, you know, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. But guess how many people can sit in Duty Noble Field? Maybe it's Duddy? Sure. It's got to be Duty. It's Duddy. It's Duddy? I don't know. That park. 50. 15. So you're saying, first of all, that... Why didn't you say it was 100,000? That's what your original guess was. Well, I was adjusting... Because it's like I was adjusting in my head because obviously I had the first one wrong. You're really good at estimates, aren't you? I'm really good at estimates. It was beautiful, okay? It, it was, was a nice park. It was Mississippi lovely. State national yes. champion last year, yeah. college baseball. So uh, it was it was lovely, but not Truist Park. In I mean, I, maybe I should go to another Braves game. So then we had our drive to Oxford, and uh, we had seen three campuses. We're headed to the last one. Up to Oxford, about an hour and a half, two-hour drive. Again, not really exciting. Listen, I will say the road trips in between campuses, the roads themselves, not great on this trip. I thought this was the best one. Uh, it still wasn't great. Okay. Was well, not, I think it's the best one. Well, probably was. But, again, what are we working with here? Not much. Um, in central Mississippi and Alabama, it's just not a lot going on. Uh, Oxford, uh, we roll into, and I've always heard that Oxford and Athens are on basically a parallel level in terms of best college towns. Personally, I think they're fighting for a second because we know 
Lexington is the number one spot. But Oxford and Athens have always been said to be the fight for number two, mm. if you will. Wouldn't mm. you agree? I would not. So we roll in, and we go, like, not quite to the square, but we turn left uh, and head toward campus. And just first impressions, it is what people say. It's a lot more hilly than I thought. Mm. A lot more hills to Oxford. Uh, than Starkville. Than, well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a beautiful campus. It was. It was really pretty. It was marked to me because our youngest daughter had to go potty and I couldn't figure out. Okay, place. well we were gonna we're gonna get to that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get to that and talk about the, the, the true present that we left Oxford. But we drive around a lot. We really don't get out, walk through much because at this point it's about hundred and twenty degrees outside. Uh but we, we drive by the stadium, bought Hemingway, uh we see I thought the athletic. We saw the grove. I thought the grove would be bigger. <gasps> really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I think I envisioned it because it had been compared to Athens so much that I envisioned it more like a North Campus um, with, like, buildings around it. Well, the stuff. grove has... That's exactly what it is. It's like a grove of trees with buildings around it. I know. I thought it'd be bigger. In my mind, North Campus is bigger. So did you want like the 100-acre wood? I mean, what were you looking for? I I don't know. I just thought it was going to be. I didn't want it any different. I just imagined it bigger. Oh, okay. I, I bet it looks a lot. I'm not disappointed. I bet it looks a lot bigger on game day. Yeah. You know, all, all the people that That's are true. in it. And, and the, when we were there, there were like, 10 people. Right. You know, just random people inside. It's just, if you don't know, it's just like this beautiful center of campus where you have all these trees that Mississippi State fans haven't poisoned yet. That's right. So it's, you know. they would know how. We saw a lot of ag. You know what we didn't see at all? We didn't see any cowbells in in Starkville. Like no traces of cowbells. Or even any cows. I didn't see a cow. I didn't see a cow either. Very disappointed. Wow. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to, to Oxford, we're, we're walking into the Grove and then I think at this point, uh, the youngest one kid, I don't, I don't know why I'm like hiding her name. Uh, she has to go to the potty and we're in a situation. Right. And nothing is open. Cause right. it's Sunday, Sunday Memorial Day weekend. Memorial there's Day nothing weekend. open. Yeah. Um, so our girls are really into the show Bluey. Which we love. Which who isn't into Bluey? I mean, we could we could spend another five minutes on the magic of Bluey. We don't need to. Um, and so we um, did the only thing we had to do, and we did a bush wee. We went for a bush wee. And uh, was it both of them or just? No. Well, Kit went for a bush wee, and then Maisie was like, that sounds like fun. I want to go for a bush wee. <laughs> oh, wait. I have to potty, too. So we, like, pretended to go for her. So we were in the corner go. trying to go, and then I'm kind of playing lookout, and then it looks clear. We don't want to get seen, and then this truck comes by, and they <laughs> clearly, I'm just standing there, like, looking off into the distance. And like, I'm, like, trying literally to holding a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I know, that was the best part. And I was like, I don't know how to hide this. Do I stick it in my shirt? Like, what do I do? Well, I don't know how that would work, but... uh Maisie went for the bush wee, and uh, you're welcome, Oxford. So we I'm left, sorry. We left our waste there. It was in the pine straw, so I don't think it hurt anything. Yeah, right, you know, there's no poisoning of trees or anything yeah, like that. But, so. you know, if you have a two-year-old, then it just, it, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. If you know, you know. So then yeah. we went downtown. You had visions of, like, going to this pizza place downtown. and then They we, have, well, okay, so then we researched where to go in Oxford. 
And um, we got like for Mama G's, we got like oh, my. Is that a thing? Is that what you're? Yeah, calling that's what it's. Is that no, what that's call what it? it's called. Okay. Right. Um, that that was recommended to me by a friend who went to Auburn. Um, so we like tried to like crowdsource where should we should go by people who went there, and the only suggestion that we got for Oxford was what? It was uh. The four corner chevron and to get a chicken on a stick. So the only thing that we got was a gas station. I was not happy because Oxford's super cute and there's super cute restaurants around. And this is one of the ones, one times that I was like, I wish we didn't have kids here that were really like needing to like wiggle and couldn't wait. Um, because they were really fun restaurants, and I really wish we could have gone to some of them. But it was Sunday after church was by the time we got there. It was Sunday after church. All these places were filling up. We didn't have the brain space to wait. So we ended up at a chicken place. Which is not chicken on a stick. Which is not chicken on so a stick because I that whole th- you, you set that whole thing up as though we were going to end up with a place you didn't, but where we ended up was actually really good. It was. It was like a knockoff Zaxby's or a knockoff I Cane's. think, to be fair, I think Abner's famous chicken fingers has been there for quite a long time. At least that's the sense that okay. I got. Well, and it was a cr- directly across the street from the Chevron, which had... Uh, chicken on a stick. So talk a little bit about Abner's real quick. Abner's was good. It was it, it allowed us to wiggle around and move and um it was just it was I mean it was like canes to me. It was like just all you could get was chicken and french fries. And it was good. It was good. It filled us up and um Ben was able to walk across the street and get him a chicken on the stick. It was an exciting moment. So I go in there and I order it. It's one of those where it's gas station food where they have it at the heat lamps up front. And I think the guy was like, you're getting a chicken on a stick at 1130 on a Sunday morning. This is not exactly when these things usually are purchased. Uh, but, yeah, I took it and well, I didn't take it. I didn't steal it. <laughs> I bought it. Uh, how much do you think a chicken on a stick would cost? $3.50. It was like 7 bucks. Oh, wow. Inflation. What are you going to do? Uh, but anyway, uh, it was really good. You liked it? It was well-seasoned, had a little kick to it. Uh, and if you're like, chicken on a stick, what's that? It's literally, imagine the stick, and then you like make little chicken fingers, and you just like stick the stick through them. Wow, that, what, a, what a picture it's you very gra- It was us. kind of a graphic uh, representation of it, but uh, I'm trying to get a little history here of like so Abner's th- chicken. Still is. So. All right. Abner's opened in 1993. Okay. So it's been there a long time. Like what? When was Kane's open? What do you think? I don't know. Uh, do you have a guess? Seventy-eight. It's not that old. No. Uh, Nineteen ninety-six. All right, so it's older than Kane's. Right. I apologize, Abney's. Abner's. Abner's. <laughs> you apologize so much, you got his name wrong. We then, after the the chicken for lunch, we went to a just a real quick shout out. We went to a park in Oxford. Uh, for the girls, for them to run around and get all their energy out before we went home. And, guys, this is the coolest park I've ever seen. Really? No. But it was very nice. It was very cool. It was better than just your average plastic playground. It was built all of, it was all wooden. And they had this whole area. They had, like, a little kid's area. And then they had a big kid's area. And the big kid's area had this whole, like, section that was just pretend play. And it was, like, different shops. 
It was very cool. That yeah. part was very cool. Avent or Avent Park. Okay. Uh, which, uh, if you're ever in Oxford and you have two toddlers that you need to just run into the ground, uh, basically, it's uh, it's a great place. It is. So, it was awesome. Shout out. So then, uh, the road home. And uh, honestly, in terms of drives and scenery and landscape, by far the best. Yeah. Northern Alabama is beautiful. Like, it's very, it's like that Foothills Appalachia, so it's hilly, it's got some nice vistas. It's a nice word choice. Mm. Uh, so we just rock and roll. We drive uh, kind of close, actually near Tupelo, uh, home of Elvis Presley. And my grandmother. Right. Uh, and I can't believe you didn't name her first. Uh, well, Elvis, Doty, I mean, you know, one and the same, really, cultural impact. Uh, so then we get on I-22, we go to Birmingham, and we should not fail to mention that the last stop of our trip was a sojourn to America's favorite gas station, America's favorite cultural experience, America's favorite place to spend obscene amounts of money and time while you're traveling on the roads of America. And that is where? That would be Bucky's. Bucky's! Oh, it was a great day. So Ben and our oldest daughter... Absolutely love Bucky's. And Brittany, she just doesn't know it. Me and our youngest it. daughter, who's an extreme introvert, were very reluctant to go in there. Bucky's is phenomenal. And maybe we will have a whole podcast episode on Bucky's. I will not. Is that when I'm going to be gone? I think that'll be the, the one that I just host by friends. myself. I, I think I'll host that one by myself and just give 30 minutes of unfiltered thoughts about Bucky's. Sorry, y'all. I have a lot to say on that. So we, we ended up at home. So we will come back for some superlatives later and then some other things it's hot outside it is still 87 degrees right now yes and we're recording at 9 45 at night at night at night at night i'm ben i'm Brittany, and this has been you me and the sec bye